Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, Santa, you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy, on now at APCO. Ho, 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 ho. Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. Yes, state of origin fever has hit. Well, almost. It's uh, it's starting to build, of course. Uh, teams named across uh, Sunday, Monday, and now they're into camp and they're full steam ahead. G'day, Scotty Sattler. Always a good time of year if you're a player and uh, – you know the game's still what eight days away. It's um, can yeah, I can I say talk. something, Badge, around New South Wales and being down in New South Wales on a number of occasions during Origin period. First game played, of course, at a core stadium. There's not a real fever pitch. There's not a real fever feeling in New South Wales when it comes to state of Origin. Probably only the last couple of days. Whereas I think Queensland is always from the moment the team is announced. There's a real celebration around the side. And then it dominates a lot of the, the water cooler chatter, doesn't it, for the next 10 days? Yes, absolutely. Mm. Is, it, is it even more so with, uh, with the new coach, Billy Slater, taking over yeah. and, some, and some fresh faces in the yep. side? Not that there haven't been of late. The last few years have been a few new faces. But, uh, yeah, there is Billy Slater's the Tom Cruise it. of coaching. He, he doesn't really, age. No, I oh, know. Mm. Well, how old is he? He's only 36 or something, isn't he? Something like that. Oh, is he young'un? Young's, he looks like he could play. Well, he, he could play. It doesn't even look like it. He could play if he had to. Uh, we're going to catch up with the assistant coach, Josh Hannay. Billy had a big rap on Josh just yeah, recently. Yeah. And we, we spoke to him only a week ago, and Josh Hannay is going to I join us. Of, I feel sorry for Josh because they talk about the super coaching team of Billy Slater, Cam Smith, Jonathan Thurston, and, and Josh always gets left out. Now, he's a former Origin player and a very good coach. He just gets left out when he talk his, about the uh, well. Hey, it's probably the not head, bad. He probably likes it. If the head coach is and you haven't even played a game together, like he hasn't yep. played, he hasn't coached with Billy just yet, and yet Billy's already saying saying he's a he's a an NRL coach in waiting, um, because on twice is it twice now he's he's been the uh, stand-in coach. Interim, and, yeah, he has gone really well mm. uh, with the Sharks and with the Cowboys. Cows, yeah. yeah. So good on him. Uh, team list Tuesday. Of course, teams are out for the massive round 13. So players 19 to 22 are going back to their clubs to yes. play this weekend. Yes, four, uh, four games this week. So one of those weekends where you're kind of going, where's the rest of the footy? One on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Is that fair? Sunday. So if you're a team that's not playing but other teams have to take their play 19 to 22 through Origin back and they play this weekend and get injured – it's not real fair, is it? What, what do you mean if they get injured? They can get injured any time Yeah, play. but if you're a team that's not playing this I weekend. Give us an example. Um, well, I have to have a look at the – when we come back, I'll, I'll use an example. I'll have a look at who's playing first and right see on. who's going back and playing this weekend as opposed to a team that's not playing this weekend and has a bye. Nothing's fair, Scott. Mm. But if – In love and war. In a few weeks' time, 
those teams not playing this weekend play. And the others get a bye. Swings around a bit. Luck of the draw. Luck of the draw, yes. It happens. (laughs) I remember when there were no buys and everyone played and all missed out or backed up or didn't back up from origin. Uh, Racing Queensland, Chris Nelson will join us with an update on what's going on as we we approach the Stradbroke. It's the Oaks this weekend. Queensland Oaks. So uh, really looking forward to that. And uh, plenty, plenty more. And uh, you can get us... Anytime you want to. Get us on Twitter, actually, at Sports Day QLD. This is Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. Yeah, we're doing this one for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Sats, Sats let's uh, continue that chat about... Um, Billy Slater and his uh, his his coaching style and and the unknowns. I mean, what what are you thinking it's going to be be like? I know he um we chatted to us last week. He chatted on NRL three hundred and sixty. Was it last night? Mm-hmm. What's uh yeah? What's it going to be like as a player under Billy Slater? I think you'll know your job, and I think he'll let you know in. No uncertain terms now, what that, your job is. Is that something from his time at Melbourne or is that just Billy himself being very thorough? I think that's something that's been nurtured into him from from Craig. Yep. Where everything is very simple, but he's very direct. You know exactly what your job is. Don't stray outside your lines. Which is really important at, in the Melbourne system and yeah. a massive key to their success. It's about their work ethic. They're willing to be there for one another in little tiny areas of the game. So, mm. you know, it's interesting, Badge, because um, – he, he says that he's he's really leaned on a couple of times. He's contacted Wayne Bennett, and Wayne Bennett is a, a great coach, especially at Origin. One of the great well. Origin coaches, yeah. for sure. He, he actually said that he spoke to Wayne yesterday morning. So, Badge, you knowing Origin the way that it is, the way that it's played and what's important, and knowing Wayne as a coach as well, what would Wayne's advice be to an incoming new coach? About the importance of Origin. I, I would, well, I would have thought, first of all, he'd say, don't overcomplicate mm. it. Which was really the beauty. Now, I know you said, Sats, and the, the, when you played State of Origin, you thought there was going to be some amazing game plans and From Wayne, revelation. Yeah. And it's don't overcomplicate it. It's already – there's already enough going through players' heads, especially new players and young players, that you, it's got to be really simple. Um, and I would have thought that would, might be uh, it's going to be, advice. It's going to be interesting Billy. whether he takes the Craig Bellamy where you – Dot all your I's, cross all your T's, attention to detail and a lot of information about your opposition and, and what you've got to do as a player. More about the opposition, but – or does he take the well, the Mal Meninga approach who he had a lot of success under as a, as a coach and well, player? Well, let me say, Craig Bellamy, for mine, the best modern-day NRL coach. Yep. Unsuccessful in origin. Yeah. Two, two years? Yeah, couldn't, two or three years, yeah. Mm. Couldn't, get, couldn't win a series. That might say something, and it might say something. Only it might only be about the players that were available to New South Wales at the time Playing against, against the, that amazing yeah. Queensland team. But it also might say that Craig's approach at club level is a bit you got to play the is, long is game. not quite right, or it's yeah. a bit too intense, or there's something that doesn't work for Origin. So I reckon Billy'd have his head around that. And like he said, you know, he's going to make mistakes. We all do it, but uh, but you learn from them. Can I therefore think that knowing that Billy is so uh, keen on players doing those extra little efforts and whatever else? That that would be the reason someone like David Fafita hasn't made his side, even his squad. Yeah, there's been a, f- a few people reading on social media and opinions of people and different people in the press and just rugby league fans are a little bit perplexed as to why 
David Fafita wasn't even in the actual 22. And I've got really? to say, he didn't play for a number I'm of weeks perplexed. because of a knee injury. And if Billy Slater, like he has said, he's watched all the little extra efforts that a lot of people don't see from players that he picked in origin yep. this year. Those little tiny things. It might be something simple like as your front row is hitting the ball up, you're just pushing up on the outside of him as a little bit of support. You know, you're being there for your teammate. Little tiny things like that. There was a big play in the Cowboys game against Penrith last week that I made comment of it on SEN League that they were losing 22-0. Cowboys made a mistake. Ball hit the ground. Everyone sort of stopped. Reuben Cotter slid from three metres away to ensure that he got he got possession of the ball mm. and a scrum. Penrith's feed because the Cowboys made the mistake. But it was those little extra efforts where he was willing to go above Absolutely. and beyond to ensure that Penrith didn't get the and, ball. And, and uh, you know, whilst David Fafita did some good things on the weekend in his comeback game, you reminded me that he was pretty poor and lazy or tired around the, the marker area a few times. Well, he just gets left on the ground. He does. And, that's and just, you can't do that. extra efforts. And, and you can't do that. And in origin, that, that would be a target area Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, talk about Ruben, what, Ruben Cotter sets. His wife is expecting a baby in the next few weeks. And, you know, of course he's hoping. Well, you've been here. That it's not you? next Wednesday. I have. And, and uh, you know, I love the story about your dad when your your sister was born. He was away on the uh 67 on the kangaroo, kangaroo tour. tour. Four months. And yeah. she was born. They left uh, the week after the grand final, last week of September back then. And they went all of October, November, December, January. Came back first week of February. My sister was born 27th of December, so he didn't really meet her until she was six weeks old. Jeez. Ugliest kid in the world. But <laughs> she was, yeah, six weeks was old that? before he actually saw her. And well, my how mum, do you know she was ugly? Just well, from the photos? just the photos. What dad said. And what dad said. No, wasn't it one of his teammates that said that? Well, Noel Kelly. He, dad, about three days after she she was born, he re, I think he received something what they call a photogram back then. It was like a... Like a telegram. With it's a, like a telegram. It's all, it's all digital. dotted and digital. Right. And, anyway, he looked at it and he put it on his... On his dress, he was room with Peter Kelly and uh, Peter Noel Kelly. Yeah, no, Noel Kelly and Peter um, Peter Gallagher. Gallagher, and he said, um, he said, look at my my baby girl, my first child, isn't she beautiful? And Noel Kelly was had plenty to drink that night, and he said, are you serious? It's got a pig head on it, for like it's like it's dad. <laughs> <laughs> and so, that would have been war. Uh, yeah, so they went toe to toe for about the next four oh. or five minutes. I reckon it was one of the great fights of all time. But, oh, wow. Um, but he was right. He even admits now she was pretty ugly. But in saying that, um, my mum actually said, are you going to come home? And he said, no way in the world. I'm representing my country. <laughs> so Crazy, Ruben yeah. got that. But you were the same before your first Sydney grand final for yes, Canberra, yeah, 87. Yeah, for the Raiders, 87. So the Raiders' first grand final we made. And my wife was heavily pregnant. Yeah. And um, on the Thursday night, we flew from Canberra to Sydney because we had the grand final breakfast the next morning on the Friday. And when we got into Sydney, I got the phone call. We, no mobile phones there. Mm. I just got a call at reception at the Camperdown Travel Lodge <laughs> where we're staying. They're very flash digs. Uh, Mr. Belch got a call and I got a call. I think it was from her sister. Um, Carlin's gone into labour and uh, you better get home. So, there was no flights. It was late at night. John McIntyre from the Raiders, he, he champion guy, he organised a, a charter flight for me. So at about midnight, got to the airport, jumped on charter flight, flew home, and uh, she had she had Michael the next day on the Friday, and then I flew back down to meet them on the Saturday. I stayed. Oh, I think I might have even gone home that afternoon or the next morning. Met up with them, had our run on the Saturday and played. But I was just my head was in the clouds. I I really didn't. The the best thing. In, 
ever had happened to me with my son being first son being born and it was, you know, I kind of, oh, well, the grand final would be good and we went, we played and so if, I played okay, but I didn't. In Reuben Cotter's case. If his wife has the baby I want to put yourself in his shoes. It's Wednesday, it's Wednesday afternoon. They say, looks like she's going to go into labour. First origin, what do you do? Even Tuesday. I'm playing. Oh, yes. Yeah. You're playing. Yeah, I think, I think he's got to sort that out by now and just say to her, hey, mm. honey, what do you think? And if she says, you should come, you should come back to Townsville, he should say, look, I think I need to play. The child doesn't never even know that I'm there or <laughs> Is not. this okay? You know, no. I don't know. What do what the listeners think? Uh, Is mate, it okay for you to say, no, I'm... I, I might never play another Origin game. Well, but mate, you might have another five kids. A mate of mine said to me this morning, we brought up the same subject, and he said, you know what, but you, you only have one child sometimes. I said, ask me, you only play one Origin too. I <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is break time. Thank you, Australia, for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand 21 years in a row. This is Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year. Back soon with our team list Tuesday. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. Cos I'm... TLT. I'm dynamite. TLT. And I win the fight. TLT. I'm a power load. TLT. Watch me Very disappointed in that, uh, Rook. I reckon yours is a better version, but we'll uh, we'll run with this one. Scotty, surprise, surprise, Woogie changing it. He overruled him. Mm. He, yeah, he's uh, he's got the key, hasn't he, to yep. the system? Mm. Uh, yeah, Sats team lists are out for the four games, and it starts with the Titans and Cowboys. Thursday and as we night. said earlier on, players nineteen to twenty-two going back to their clubs for this weekend. Um, which affects a couple of these clubs that are playing this weekend, most notably the Cowboys and. The Cowboys are playing the Titans at Seabus Super Stadium Thursday night. We're covering this game for SEN League. And for the Titans, well, Tino's out with uh, origin duties. Dave yep. Fafita's also aggravated that knee injury for the next two or three weeks. He's going to be out. And Mo Fadawaka makes his return from an ankle injury at prop. He might not have been available then. Yeah, mate. not have been. Yeah. And Cowboys, Jason Taumalolo, well, he returns from a knee injury. Massive boost. That's with Val Holmes, Ruben Cotter, uh, Jeremiah Nanai on Maroons duty. And Tommy Dearden hasn't been named, even though he's playing 19 to 22. Whether he's injured or whether they're keeping him back for some reason, we're not mm. quite sure. Uh, but Murray Tuolungi and Hamaso Tabuifido, they have been included because they're in that 19 to, to 22. So, um, yeah, still a, a very good-looking side, the Cowboys, to be honest. Yeah, the uh, the Panthers and Bulldogs on Friday night. Of course, the Panthers got seven Seven players in the 17 for the Blues. Uh, Appy Coruscant is the one player that does come back for them. Uh, in the halves, Sean O'Sullivan, uh, really good job early in the year uh, when Nathan Cleary missed those uh, early games. He, so he's back at number seven. And making his debut, big raps on this kid, Kurt Falls at 5'8", uh, in for Jerome Luai. Robert Jennings and Charlie Staines come into the back line. There's some experience for you, isn't there, for Crichton Toto. Chris Smith, Matt Eisenhuth into the, uh, into the back of the pack for Martin and Yo. And, uh, yeah, that's about it for the changes for the Panthers. Whereas the Bulldogs, uh, Raymond Fatala Mariner is uh, coming into the starting side. Corey Waddell go back, goes back to the bench. And Ia Siamanifanai has been recalled uh, to the bench. Josh Adakar, of course, plays this week, which is uh, unusual this time mm. of year for him. Now, Badge, I'm just looking at the Penrith Panthers 
Uh, as you said, seven players have got in there. Six of them are not going to play this week. One without Bikorosau will play. When you're at the Raiders, you you made up a lot of both state of origin sides, New South Wales and Queensland. Can you remember yeah, at any plenty. stage the most amount of players that were missing? No. No. Oh, look, I, I, I do remember there was a time when we had um, Mal and Steve Walters, um, myself, Gary Coyne. Peter Jackson a couple of years before that, uh, and even Stevie Jackson got mm-hmm. a got a go for the Maroons, of course, and played really well. And then the Blues they had you know Laurie, Ricky, Clyde Lazo at the heart of their side, and later on you know Kenny Nagus and Brett Mullins, and yeah. so there were you know I reckon there might have been eight or nine players at time sat, <laughs> so that uh, that can affect a side. That's I don't insane. think it's it's not the most. I know the Broncos have had. Had more at different times. Saturday night, uh, Four Pines Park, Brookvale Oval, home of the Seagulls. They're playing the Warriors. And, of course, Daly Cherry Evans is out. He's on origin duty. Marty Tapao comes back. Jason Saab comes back. Carl Lawton from that spear tackle suspension. He returns as well. Kieran's Foran, he'll slide into halfback. Josh Schuster, he'll play 5'8", of course. That's the reason why Foran is moving on next year. So Schuster can play 5'8". So... They'll see how that will play out. And with the Warriors, um, Wade Egan and Bailey Siren, and they've uh, been named to return mm. to uh, try and avoid a, a fifth loss on the trot, the Warriors. Jeez, is it? Okay. Mm. Uh, and the last game is on Sunday, Arvo. Raiders and Roosters. Raiders have got a couple of big outs. That's Jack Whiten and Josh uh, Papali'i. So Matt Frawley comes in there for, for Whiten. And uh, Corey Horsburgh moves up to starting prop for uh, Papali'i. Um, Corey Hadawita Nida. And Trey Mooney, the new faces on the bench. And the Roosters, they're missing James Tedesco, uh, Daniel Tupu, and Lindsay Collins. Mm. So, and, and Joseph Sawali is in that extended squad. Now, I thought he wasn't going to play, but they're saying he might pass his concussion pro- protocols and be available for the Roosters this week. So, uh, yeah, as you'd expect, Joey Manu back to fullback. Outstanding fullback he is. Billy Smith comes onto the wing for Tupu. And uh, Sia Takiaho goes up to prop, and Tupanua comes into the starting side for the uh, for the Roosters. I so just got changes. word from our good friend Peter Bedell that uh, Dearden is staying behind as 18th man. Okay, so mm. they could they can select the players that they particularly want or player yes. to stay in the camp because they're most valuable to them. It, and it might also mean that there is some concern around one of the halves. Yeah, uh, for Queensland. Mm. Um, yeah, and. Uh, and therefore, the Blues, who the Blues got, not so sure yeah. as their 18th man at the moment. All righty, uh, this is Sports Day for the all-electric EV, Kia EV6, Wheels Car of the Year. Josh Hannay will join us next. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, Wheels Car of the Year. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day. And as the days count down to origin number one, we had Greg Alexander, assistant coach of the Blues last night. Let's cross over to the Queensland camp. Joining us is a man who is also an assistant and Billy Slater. He's a professional we, assistant coach yes. and, and uh, interim coach. We spoke to Billy Slater last week and he actually made the comment that this man he has learnt a lot of yes. over the last few weeks uh, discussing the origin campaign and, and what the team is going to look like. And that man is Josh Hannay. How are you, Josh? Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Hey. Afternoon, guys. How are you? Yeah, really good. Really good. Um, you arrived at Sanctuary Cove today. Um, yeah. How are the debutants fitting in? Yeah, really good. They're obviously a little bit shy. Um, you know, it's, it's a it's a massive moment in their their lives and their their football careers and their journey. You know, so it's 
it sort of takes you back to that moment when you are experiencing that yourself as a player and it's it can be daunting but one thing I'll say about this group is largely they're a young squad so they are um, you know fitting in really well with each other and, and, and early signs are they get on really well so that's going to hold us in good stead uh, come next Wednesday night. Now Josh as a player at times yeah origin seems so far away and all of a sudden you get selected and and really on, early on in the week how important is it as you as coaches, is it to make the debutants feel like they actually belong in origin? Yeah, it's critically important because um, I reckon there's a fair, fairly high level of anxiety with those young guys coming into a, uh, an arena like State of Origin and being surrounded by some of their heroes, really, like uh, players and coaching staff alike. So it is important, mate, that they, as soon as we can, make them feel comfortable and, and part of it. And I, and I think one of the things that's beneficial with this group as I say they're largely a young squad and they're all on a similar journey uh, we've got a number of guys that have only played a handful of origin games so it's still new for those guys and uh, possibly not as daunting as it, as it could be you know back in the day um, oh, just hang on the boys have put the music on hang on sorry you boys <laughs> keep it going <laughs> what sort of music they playing Josh sorry about that boys what sort of music is it uh, it's mixture, country, hip hop, <laughs> country, um, I don't know. <laughs> Western, both types. Uh, hey mate, <laughs> sorry hey, about that, boys. That's all right. Hey Josh, um, sorry if you're halfway through an answer there, but it, I guess it, it does help that uh, the new, a lot of the newcomers have got teammates there, and, and you know, particularly from your point of view as a North Queenslander, um, the likes of Reuben Cotter coming in and, and Jeremiah Nanai into the seventeen. But they've got some uh, some teammates there, and someone like yourself and Billy Slater, who are, are North Queenslanders. Yeah, there's definitely. A, I, I think that helps that familiarity. Um, I was only talking to Murray Tuolangi today, and he he's it's daunting, right? But he does feel a little bit comfortable that there's five of his teammates from the Cowboys uh, here with him who are on a similar journey. So certainly that that um, I guess that sense that as I say, they're all on a similar path. There's there's certainly those experienced guys here like DCE and Josh Papali, but largely it's a young squad and I think that's helping um, the transition and, and, and them settling in in these early days. So, mm. um, yeah, and, and, and I think the other thing too, they're coming in confident and in good form. You look at the Cowboys and the Broncos teams at the moment, they're two of the form sides of the competition. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different vibe. To, sometimes a player, you can come into this environment and you've actually got to try and get them up. These kids are coming in and they're up because they're playing so well. So we just need to really try and maintain that, that energy that they've got and that confidence they've got at the moment. There's certain things that always work in State of Origin camp. And I was involved in a play where we stopped just having a camp in Brisbane or Sydney. or we'd, we'd go into camp for a few days and just like you've done, then move down to the Gold Coast, have a few days there for a different environment, different people, different scene, and then come back, you know, just ready for war a few days later. Um, and another one of those things, Josh was stopping at the Yatla Pie Shop. Tell me that's still part <laughs> yeah. of the uh, the program. We've literally just polished off about $200 worth of Yatla Pies <laughs> about 10 minutes ago. We just stopped in and we, we were cruising down the, the, the freeway and, and Alfie's down the front. He said, we haven't ever had a uh, had a uh, camp where we haven't stopped at Yatla Pies. So we got the bus out to pull into Yatla and... I've uh, got to maintain those traditions, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, all the players get their own rooms these days. Uh, but who's rooming with Alf? Because he doesn't like to 
sleep no. by himself and with the light on as well. It's Who's funny, room with Elf? It, it's, it's funny you mention that. We we're literally just talking. This will be his first camp where he's got a room to himself. Oh. So he's not sure how he's going to go with that because he, yeah, he likes a bit of company. And um, So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how would you describe uh, Billy Slater's coaching style? Yeah, very uh, meticulous um, and, and very motivational. Like I think it's early days, but the conversations he's had already with the playing group about, I guess, the journey we're on and, and his expectations uh, as, as coach. And I think there's certainly uh, a large amount of respect, um, you know, given what he's done uh, in his career, but also in the Queensland jersey. And talk about him and the likes of um, Cameron Smith and JT being on staff. I think the players, there's, there's an enormous amount of respect from them towards Billy and, and, and the other staff members. And, and I think Billy isn't just relying on that, though. Like, you can tell he's got a very sharp mind for the game. And he's, as I say, his preparation's been really meticulous. And I think, I think the players are feeding off that preparation and that professionalism that he's showing uh, early doors. You can tell he's ready. You can tell he's ready uh, to, to coach Queensland. And you can tell he's ready for the, for the challenge ahead. So... Uh, very impressive early days, and yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying working with him. What are you? What are the different roles for you uh, as an assistant coach, and and, and Cameron Smith and, and Jonathan Thurston? Yeah, so I think for Bill, it's, he's really tried to, uh, I guess, um, put us in roles that, um, I guess, appeal to our strengths as, as, as players and where we played uh, once when we did play back in the day. So Cam's working with our forwards in terms of ruck D and ruck attack. Uh, Jono's going to work with the halves, um, you know, largely around last plays and how we finish our sets and, and just, I guess, that game management side of things. I'm going to work on our edges and largely just the New South Wales style of play. So um, looking at basically uh, how the Blues played last year, where I think they're going to try and play again. So very much a game planning sort of role for me. And then obviously Bill oversees it a lot, you know, so he's, He's um, he's just, but what I will give Bill credit for is he's a very collaborative coach. So uh, while he's overseeing everything, he's certainly allowing us as coaches to to own our part of the of the of the um, preparation. And and he's just yeah, he's just basically trying to really drive culture and 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 I guess the identity of, of what it means to play for Queensland. Now, Josh, you're the one coach that's coaching in the NRL. So from a day to day perspective, you get to break down the opposition. So. When New South Wales yep. has a, a great combination with the Pen, Penrith Panthers players that, that dominate a lot of their side and a lot of the way they're going to play, does that also dominate yep. your conversation, your preparation in getting the Queensland side ready? Yeah, certainly I think the combinations uh, with that, that Penrith unit, I guess, Coruscant and Yo and Cleary and Luai and, and the likes is... There's certainly a way that they play, and I, I certainly think there's a way that New South Wales are going to play that feeds off those, that, that club combination, if you like. And, and I also think you look at the success they had last year with the way they played and the way Tedesco likes to play at club level. I don't think there's going to be a lot of change, and I, I'd like to think um, certainly you know, my the way I'm preparing us in terms of how New South Wales are going to play is yeah, is, is, is really locking in on those Penrith combinations and and I guess how James you know, Tedesco plays in and amongst all that. So um, that, that's going to be a, a huge focus for us. And, and I just think those guys are really key for how New South Wales play. You talk Cleary, 
Luai, uh, Isaiah Yo, and then James Tedesco. They're they're critical to how how New South Wales is going to play, and we need to be really clear on on the threats that they pose. Yeah, Josh, of course, yeah, that's all really important, but you can't talk about that all week because some players have got um, you know the attention span of a flea. Um, well, yeah. A word Billy mentioned talking to us last week was how important it was for him to have fun. So, yep. How does that happen? What happens? I think. You know, there's, there's a time when it's head down, butt up, right? And you, it's all about work and yep. and preparation, and, and and that's mental and physical. But I think in and around that, you guys have been there, right? There's always opportunity in an Origin camp to have fun, and whether that's on a bus to, you know, from the hotel to training or to dinner, or there's, there's certainly plenty of opportunity to actually let your hair down and relax and and enjoy each other's company. So it's, it's about getting that balance right and understanding when it is time to work and then when it is time to let your hair down and relax and, and actually enjoy, you know, everything about an origin experience. And, and the camp is, you know, you, you guys back me up on this, the camp is as much a part of your origin memory as, as the game. It's, it's, mm. it's, it's a time to enjoy and it's a time to, um, you know, have fun and, and, and connect. So we want to make sure that we get that right as a coaching staff and making sure the players... When the time's right, they enjoy, they connect, they have a laugh, and because <laughs> um, we do believe that's really important. Come Wednesday night, that they're a relaxed group. Yeah, can hear that in the background. Actually, yeah, yeah. Going so on. as you know, Josh, you talk about traditions, and usually sit on the same seat in the bus for the entire for the entire <laughs> yeah. ten days. That still happen? People are really precious about where they sit on the bus. So I've learned that the hard way. I've, I've sat in the wrong seat from time to time and oh. you get a, just a fairly stern look from uh, certain individuals. That's my seat. You know, get out. So, yeah, that still exists, mate. Now, I know that Ben Eichen used to dominate the microphone up the front of the bus on every occasion. Choppy. Choppy. Is there anyone that dominates the microphone? Well, it's early days, but I'd, I'd say that if there's anyone within the group to sort of assume that mantle, it would be Cameron Munster. Oh, surprise, uh, surprise. He's pretty <laughs> He, he sort of just flows with the breeze, you know. So he, he'd be the guy that I think's most comfortable in his own skin on this bus and uh, probably uh, get on the microphone up the front, yeah. If anyone's going to dack you at training, mate, it's him. So just be careful. It's hey, him. Hey, Josh. It's him, for sure. Now, a little bit of a serious one. Uh, uh, to, would we – could we expect that that 13, the named 13, will run out on Wednesday night? Or, or is there a possibility of change or two? I, I think, um, and again, we've only we had our first training session today, so um, you know we haven't done a lot of work as a team and, and delved too much into our own preparations yet. But I can't honestly, as uh, I sit here today, see that that starting thirteen uh, being changed. It's all going well during camp; everyone gets through well, and there's no sort of flu interruptions as there always is in in state of origin. There's always a rampant flu that sort of takes over late in the week, but. Mm. I think at this stage, I'd like to think that the team that the 13 was named will be the 13 at the start. Can you just can you just quickly enlighten us why Harry Grant is at 14 and, and Benny Hunt at nine? Sorry, jeez, mate, that sounds like that's who's getting started. Yeah, now, don't yeah. don't don't mix with those players. What why Harry Grant at 14, yeah. Benny Hunt starting? What's the rationale behind that? I think um, probably what what two two parts of that. I think. Harry, you know, getting the injury last week and uh, being unable, uh, unable to play for Melbourne last week just probably created enough doubt um, that 
you know, he's possibly not ready to to, to, to start uh, next week. We 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 need again him to be able to get through this week, right? He, he he missed last week, so I guess there's a slight cloud over that. And I think the other part of that that's really critical is he's been so effective at nine, and mm. he was the best player on the field in game three last year. Is number nine for Queensland, so there's a confidence and belief in his ability to be able to perform that role. So I think it was just a, a probably a um, the percentage play, I guess, with, with a little, you know, slight doubt over Harry's fitness, and as I say, that the understanding that Ben can do a real job there for us. Yeah. And was there any special reason why Tommy didn't was the 18th man and staying behind in and not playing for his club this weekend? Is he covering for for Harry there or? Any no, there's no reason? reason there. Yeah, no. Like as far as I know, there's no, um, you know, particular reason or strategy there. I just think he. He probably covers a few spots. He can cover, obviously, the halves. He can cover nine out of pins, possibly, if we mm. needed that. Um, I just think he's probably the, the, the choice that they thought gave us best cover uh, with some key positions, yeah. Fair enough. And probably the most important question you'll get today, Josh, is at Yaddle Pies, are you a <laughs> tomato sauce man or a barbecue sauce man? <laughs> it was chunky steak uh, with peas. <laughs> oh, beautiful. No, I love uh, it. Josh Hannah, you got a... Old fashioned, old fashioned. Exactly. I think you had the same thing back in 2003, Josh. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the boy from Moorumba, you got a, a big seven or eight days ahead of you before uh, next Wednesday night. Uh, you're always giving with your time for Sports Day. Thanks for joining us, Josh Hannay. He's a good man, Josh Hannay. Badge, isn't he? He's, uh, uh, probably the most important part of that whole interview was the pie selection. And we're going to discuss this after the break as well. Your favourite pie. Chunky chicken, uh, chunky steak. I hate peas in your pies, and I'm definitely not a tomato sauce man. I'm a barbecue sauce man. What about you? Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for the all electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia, the all electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year. On Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this year. He gives an an update each and every day. Chris Nelson, uh, Tab Queensland Racing Carnival is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1800 858 858. How are you, Nelson? Very well, thanks, Sats. So good evening to you, Eating Badge. Now, there's a fair bit going on uh, this weekend, uh, starting off with the uh, this week, I should say, the barrier draws for the Oaks, which is at, what, Eagle Farm this Saturday. That's come up quick. Yeah. Yeah, the Eagle Farm uh, track will host the Group 1 Queensland Oaks for the three-year-old fillies on Saturday. And the barrier draw was held this morning. And I can tell you, some of these favourites have drawn very, very poorly. The favourite, Gypsy Goddess, has drawn 22 before scratchings. The second favourite's the one they've backed, and it drew OK. That's Aravine, trained out of Victoria. Last start, Sydney winner, drew gate six. As I said, it's been the firmer. And then you get out to all these other ones. Third favourite, Barb Raider, drew 11. The fourth favourite, Honey Creeper, drew 20. The fifth favourite, which is Belle Savoir, drew 17. Whoa. The sixth favourite, Glint of Hope, drew 14. And then I'll round it out with the seventh favourite, Dynasties, who drew 15. So there's a lot of luck uh, going to be sought by some of these jockeys uh, early on. Yeah. 2200 metre race on Saturday. Wow. Okay. Well, that's really interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what, how the odds come in later in the week, and we'll talk to you about that. Uh, yep. And we're getting closer to the Stradbroke, mate. What's news there? Well, Stradbroke news from this morning. The favourite is Ayrton, of course, who ran second to Zaki in the Hollandale. 
They've freshened uh, Ayrton up. Haven't hasn't had a run since, and they've dropped the horse back in distance. Went around at the Sunshine Coast this morning on the poly track in a barrier trial, sat out the back, and finished off nicely at the end of a thousand metres. They're running into second place. So all systems to go for Ayrton, who'll be nice and fresh in the Stradbroke in a week and a half's time, guys. So right all, like, as I said, all systems go for him. All right, and uh, just remind us where uh, where we're racing in Queensland for the rest of the week. We are racing tomorrow at Doombin once again. We are racing Friday at Rockhampton and we are racing in the evening at the Sunshine Coast. And I missed Thursday. Thursday we're racing at Ipswich. Of course. So plenty of racing ahead. And, of course, the main meetings on Saturday, Eagle Farm, Gold Coast, Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone, Sunny Coast again on uh, Sunday. So a busy week, guys. Yeah, Chris Nelson there. And the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Okay, Nelson, thanks very much. Uh, We'll talk to you again on Thursday. Look forward to it, guys. Have a good one. See ya. Right, let's do uh, Tuesday, true or false. That's um, where we uh, we toss up a scenario and uh, the other uh, member of this esteemed duo uh, tells us whether that's going to happen or not. So, Mm. Sats, what do you got? Okay, true or false badge, Jack Whiten has been named to start at left centre for Freddie Fittler. Yep. True or false that Whiten will not end up starting next Wednesday night? He won't. I'll say true. Yeah. I, I thought the way that the team looked with uh, Crichton in the centres and Jack off the bench mm. was the way to go. And I thought that's – and that made a lot more sense than Stephen Crichton at Jersey 14. I don't kind Makes no sense. It doesn't. I know they can shuffle people around, but he's really a centre winger, isn't he? Mm. Um, which is very unusual. So, Where oh, Jack can play Jack, back row all the lock. way through, can't he? You could put him in at dummy half if you had to, but he's, he's lock, he's, yeah, he's, he's full back through to in the halves, mm. centre winger. Uh, back row, as you yeah. said, yeah. So yeah. I, I would have thought he might, he'd be the man there. So I'm saying that's true. He won't start on Wednesday night. So that's, um, what about this one? The Panthers season will go backwards from here with so many in origin camp. Seven players starting. Or in the 17 for the Blues and Appy Coruscant as well. Yeah. Um, false. They're playing the Bulldogs this week. They'll get Appy Coruscant back, player 19 or 22. Appy Coruscant yep. and Liam Martin will go back as well, won't he? Oh, will they? Is he? Oh, we don't know really what the what, what the, the going to look like, do we? <laughs> like, but... Um, I'm going to say false. I think they'll still beat the Bulldogs this week. And I still think they've got enough runs in the bank or enough wins in the bank to, to hold on over origin period as well. And and they've got that experience, haven't they? They It's not like they're first-timers, all of these players. There's a lot of players that have been there. Like, and, of course, they're big game players with, with, um, uh, with the grand final that behind them. But... It does mean there's going to be a bunch of players that uh, are unavailable. I think for the them. hardest thing, badges, and again, you you know better than me here, is that it's not so much missing them during the game; it's it's backing up. Mm. If you play the Wednesday and you got to back up, maybe on a Friday night or a Saturday night that following week. That's right. And the more players you've got in that situation, the harder it is. Uh, Liam Martin's actually jersey fifteen, so 15. he won't be okay, going. Okay, so back. we'll just be happy. Just be happy, chorus house. So yeah. seven players. Uh, Unavailable and it uh, yeah makes it uh, makes it tricky for them mm. this weekend, doesn't it? Right. Have you got another one? I've got another real quick one. Yeah. Uh, if all the claims are correct surrounding Liz Cambridge's comments to Nigerian players, 
Looks like it's all been corroborated by numerous players from both sides of the camp. This was in the practice match before the Olympics that had just gone. She should also be suspended by the WNBA, her team at Los Angeles uh, at the moment. False. False. No, no this, yeah? this, this, this stuff wasn't happening under the WNBA banner. This was happening as part of the Opals warm-up for the yeah. – for the Olympics, and I know it, it's 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 yuck. It's it's not good at all, and it paints her in a really bad light. Uh, and she's going to be, you know, she's going to cop it wherever mm. she goes. But I, I think that's one thing that probably shouldn't be happening. What what would you what would you think? Yeah, I, I say true. I think they can make a they could make but, a but pretty what? strong she, message. What, what has she done? How has she broken their rule? Has she, has she brought the game into disrepute? I think perhaps? the game in general, from yeah. a global perspective. Yeah, you're yeah. a hard man. Mm. All right, uh, last blast is coming up next. This is Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels car of the year. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, for uh, Repco, navigating open roads to wrangling uncharted tracks for 100 years. Repco has been driven by... Passion, uh, Sats, what can we talk about here? Oh, the NBA. The NBA, uh, Boston Celtics yeah. through to the finals. Is this the final series or just the f- eighth? That's the finals the now. The finals. So it's the like- winner of the Eastern and Western, and they come together, which is Boston, yes. are playing the Golden State Warriors in the NBA f- championship. Is that a, like a seven-game? Seven-game series. Best of seven. Yeah, so the Boston Celtics beat Miami Heat, and they had to take it through to game seven, and I saw it. I saw a tattoo on a Boston Celtics fan yesterday that he got at the start of the year that had Boston Celtics NBA in the middle of the the the, um, the NBA symbol, 2022 World Champions. He had it at the what? start of the season. Yeah, which so, can never happen, of course. Because that's the only team that plays. How can the, they be World Champions? Well, it's like the baseball. You know, it's just yeah, Americanized. World Series. World Series. Yeah, should be – W should be standing for something else, not world. Because, <laughs> hey, yep. um, the NFL has uh, permitted the Philadelphia Eagles to start marketing in Australia. Yeah. yeah. It could be a massive win for a lot of NFL fans in Australia if you do love the game. I'm one of those. And if it's approved, it's the game would most likely be against the current Super Bowl champions, the oh, Los so, Angeles Rams. So, like, what they're saying is you can start getting a game organized. Yes. Yeah, wow. And Jordan Maylata, of course, plays for Philadelphia Eagles, who's former South Sydney lower grade. Is he getting – like, I know when he first uh, was one playing of the high, for them, he get hardly – In his get, position, he he's, one of the, he's one of the highest paid players wow. in his position in the NFL. And he's a freak of nature, how big he is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, what a weapon. And fast. And, uh, and the IPL finished um, yesterday, I think, it's at our time. It's under the radar. It has it? a bit, but has, not, not over there. It's massive yeah. over there. And there's a new team, the Gujarat Titans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Wade on board. Okay. They won it. Their first year. First year wow. in. They beat the Rajasthan Royals. I love their names in Ahmedabad. Uh, Matty Wade, he only scored eight in the final, but he had a blinder in the, uh, in the qualifier the game before to get him into the final, but they didn't really need him. They uh, they only had to, they were only chasing a target of 130 and uh, did it with a couple of overs to spare. Good stuff. So uh, so well done, Matty Wade and uh, the Gujarat Titans, my new favourite team. <laughs> uh, that's all we got time for, Sats. Um, plenty going on. Yeah, plenty happening and plenty happening Great again to tomorrow talk night. To Josh Hannay. Yes, mm. and hope you can uh, hope you can join us tomorrow night again, listeners. Thanks for your contribution from navigating 
From navigating open roads to wrangling uncharted tracks, 100 years, Repco's been driven by passion. Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6. Catch ya. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.